You're listening to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, episode number three. Today, I have brought on Jess Bonish, a fellow girl boss, gold digger, and lover of all things fitness. She owns Life Cycle Spin Studio and will totally pull you in with her energetic vibe. Consider this your warning. This episode of the Butterfly Effect Podcast is sponsored by Contrast Recording. Are you interested in sharing your experiences and inspirations with the world? No matter how good your information is or how good your guests are, people will totally be turned off from it if it sounds like it was recorded in a tin can. Contrast Recording specializes in providing high-quality recording services. From recording music to podcasts, they make sure their clients walk away knowing they receive their best quality recording with the best quality service and experience. If you're interested in recording a podcast, head to www.contrastrecording.com. As well, be sure to follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for unique content, promos, and updates. This is the Butterfly Effect Podcast, and I'm Ashlyn Newlove, tackling everything from fitness, nutrition, business, life, ice cream cones, and everything else in between to help inspire people to make one change that causes their ripple effect. Welcome to episode number three. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm a fitness and nutrition coach helping people have fun, keep fit, and reach their goals while they're at it with my online program, The Sweat Effect. I actually only met Jess in person this week when we took a stroll around the neighborhood that we both coincidentally live in. A mutual friend suggested that I follow Jess on Instagram, which really isn't that the way that all budding friendships start these days. She is literally my spin spirit animal. We both share a love of fitness, had our own amazing health journeys, and she also just left her corporate job to live out her dream as a boss babe, cycling people into a sweaty oblivion. Hey everyone, my name is Jess Bonish and I am a marketing guru and spin enthusiast. I have been in the market industry for a decade now, and throughout my career, I have had the opportunity to work for some amazing companies and have learned a ton about how to apply my marketing skills to various industries. So how did I get into spin? Growing up, I was always active, but gained weight steadily in my 20s, and it was only when none of my clothes in my closet would fit that I think I have got to get in shape, not only for my health, but for my wallet too. At that point, I really couldn't afford to replace my entire wardrobe. Thus began my slow, steady, and overall really positive fitness journey. In just under a year, I lost 55 pounds, but along the way, I gained a true and deep passion for fitness, living a balanced lifestyle, and most importantly, spin. I started working out with Jillian Michaels DVDs in my basement, then tried out classes at the gym, and finally, once I had the hang of that, I tried the seemingly intimidating, intense, and high-energy spin class. I was hooked from that moment. From there, I became an instructor at Lifecycle Spin Studio, and last year when the opportunity to own the studio came up, my husband, who is a serial entrepreneur, and I jumped at the chance to continue growing the amazing Life Squad community. Recently, I quit my full-time marketing job working for a corporation and joined my husband, who is running our custom kitchen and bath design company. I am very new to this crazy world of entrepreneurship, and I was super excited to connect with Ash over our love of fitness, balanced lifestyle, and our shared experience of quitting our full-time jobs and going out on our own. You know how in every other podcast, people usually bring on guests to ask them questions? Well, we'll be doing a little bit of that, but I'll be bringing on guest hosts to put me under the microscope and bring topics to the podcast that interest them, and to ask me all of the questions that they've been dying to know. 
So here's where I let Jess take over. Thanks, Ash. All right. So tell me a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Where did you start? What is your history? What kind of businesses have you been involved in? Okay. So about 10 years ago, I owned a clothing store actually here in Saskatoon. And I owned and operated that for about five years. I didn't love it. I felt like I was at the mercy of retail hours. I couldn't really stray too far from the business. And when you sell clothes, you have to hire young girls to come and work for you. So some of the time they just didn't give a shit about showing up for their shift or things like that. So I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything. And essentially that was where things started to, you know, kind of come to an end for me at that point. So we sold the store and I was like, I'm going to work a nine to five job. I'm going to work for the man and go put in my eight hours that lasted for about three years. <laughs> and I was tired of that. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm there too. <laughs> so from there, I got the opportunity to get my mortgage uh, broker's license. And that was an amazing start to getting back into running my own business again and making my own hours and just straight up hustling. So I was out there and yeah, if I'm not doing mortgages, I'm not making any money. So that was honestly a really good way for me to get back into being an entrepreneur again. The mortgage industry's changed in the last year and I honestly just didn't have a passion for it. You know, like the work wasn't horrible. Don't get me wrong. I and I love the people that I worked with and the opportunities that I gained from it. But my passion was in health and fitness. So I start, I started getting back into like coaching boot camps again. And I've always been coaching CrossFit uh, throughout all of my jobs just because that was my passion. So I started going off on my own, started heading back home and coaching boot camps back there because when I was in my fitness journey, I honestly had no idea where to start. So I wanted to kind of start spreading that knowledge with the people back in the small towns and things like that. And honestly, the ladies out there were awesome. Like such a good turnout every week. They were pumped. They like came and just gave it their all in all of the boot camps. And I did that for like a few months until the winter hit. And I was like, I, I honestly, I can't just drive out here anymore. And they were so sad that we couldn't do boot camps. So from there, I said, you know what? I will post a couple workouts a week for you in like a Facebook group just to keep the momentum going. And then once the spring hits, we'll start the boot camps up again. So I thought, you know, if I'm going to go and do this work of posting these workouts for them, I might as well open it up to other people who want to join. And it honestly snowballed from there. I had like 25 people sign up right away. I just put it out on Facebook and whatnot. And that is how the sweat effect started. The good old power of social media. Hey, yeah. just that's like our friendship, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it was amazing. I was like, oh, we're doing this. Yeah. Okay. So it went from me posting a couple workouts a week to, yeah, like four times a week. And then I think I have 40 members right oh, that's now. that's awesome. And yeah, that was just in December that we started. At, so that was only five, six months ago. And honestly, everything has been growing and growing from there. And I've added more programs and all of this amazing stuff. So that's kind of my full entrepreneurial journey that has brought me to here today. So 
because so you started off in clothing and retail. Do you find that there's anything that you learned from that that's transferring to this world of fitness that you're in that you're like, oh man, that's so similar or similar kind of situations? Or, you know, we talked about how having a storefront is much different than having something that's online or, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things, because it was in this weird time, like when we had the store, when online shopping was starting to grow. Yeah. So I had to start putting in, uh, on our website, you know, clothing for sale mm-hmm. on there too. And now we've recently started, you know, adding like a commerce and e-commerce section to my website. So people can purchase programming and whatnot off of there. And it has like brought me back to the days that, oh yeah, we were adding this 10 years ago to the store was called Deep Addiction. Yeah. If anybody remembers. I do remember ago. that store. <laughs> yeah. I was a center mall goer and I remember that store. Yes. Yeah. It was near the front doors of the center <laughs> yeah. mall. Yeah. yeah. And then we right. moved down to the Midtown for a while. And yeah, so that it brought me back to that. But in other senses, like, uh, oh my God, I was working two jobs then, but I was also waitressing at the time at like a bar bar. So I would be up until... I probably get to bed around four o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. And then I'd have to open the store at nine. And like 10 years ago when I was 25, it was no less, problem. Yeah, it yeah was that's no problem. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> now, ooh. Now it's a little yeah. bit harder. Yeah. Now we need our sleep. We need our beauty rest. <laughs> our fitness rest. Yeah. So that's where, yeah, those were the only similarities. And now I can... I'm I'm so I've turned myself into I call it a digital nomad. That's the the new the new term. term. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so I can work from anywhere. Totally. Whereas before I was like I cannot leave this city because I felt like I was babysitting essentially. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, so those were kind of some of the similarities of what we're doing and some that aren't. Yes, <laughs> yeah, some things are, are similar and some things aren't. Yes. Um, one of the things that you that you mentioned earlier is that um you know you had a passion for fitness and then you're like, Hey, I can, you know, make some money doing this. And that's the kind of same thing too. It's like, man, I love spin. And then it's like, wait a second, I can teach spin and get paid not only to do something that I love, but also to work out. Like it's just, it's a win-win. Yeah. Like it, it really is. And when you find that passion and that, that thing that really drives you. And when it doesn't feel like work to me, I'm at the studio all the time and I, everyone's like, Oh, you're there so long and blah, blah, blah. And long hours. I said, yeah, but it doesn't feel like work. It's something that I truly, truly love to do and that gives me energy and energizes me. And I'm a people person too, so I love to be around people. And so, yeah, sounds like a similar kind of vibe you and I had from you know those experiences. Oh, for sure. And when I work from home too, when I'm doing things, I'm like, this doesn't feel like work. Like I sat down today, I'm finishing up an ebook for travel workouts oh, so cool. people can work out wherever without Whenever. equipment. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is like, it's a fun task to do. Yeah. So it's not like I'm sitting down and dreading, you know, typing up this stuff in this document and things like that. I genuinely enjoy the things that I do. Like, yes, for sure. There are tasks in of course. everyday life you don't Accounting. love. Accounting. <laughs> yeah. And like some of the other things where you're probably like, hey, staff, do you yeah. want to do that for me? And I actually have a girl that works for me too. And she's amazing. But I'm like, this is this sounds like a great job for you. <laughs> Everybody has their specialty, yeah. <laughs> things they like to do. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like, she's not doing horrible jobs either. I wish that when I was a student that I had a gig like hers because she's doing some pretty freaking cool stuff that, yeah. but I'm just like, I like when I prioritize it on the list, I, like it kind of falls near the bottom of, you know, things that 
I need to do right now or, and stuff that I can give her to do. So she's my savior in many aspects. We all need those people <laughs> that are kind of like our right hand and left hand gals that help <laughs> us out. We can't, we can't do it alone. We can't go it alone. That's for yes. sure. All right. Okay. So my next question is, I kind of want to know what your typical day looks like. So I have been, um, you know, out on my own for about three months now, and it has changed so much each day. I've been really kind of, and struggling is a is a is an extreme word to use, but I've been like, what do I do? Like my first week out of my corporate job, I still dressed up every day. I'd still get up. I still put on like a tailored pencil skirt and a, and a blouse and some heels. And then I was like, wait a second, I run a spin studio. I don't need to like wear this weird corporate outfit. Um, so what does your typical day look like? And how do you kind of like get into your groove? Well, I've been easing into it for a little bit because I had been doing some of my mortgage stuff from home as well, and then kind of only meeting clients at the office when we maybe needed to sign something or something like that. And I was even transitioning over to more of all electronic stuff. So most of my clients, even if they were in Saskatoon, I never even met them before. You know, they would contact me. I would do up all their paperwork, email it over to them. They'd sign it, send it back to me. Kind of done deal. Yeah. So working from home. I've been trans like transferring over into that for, you know, the last six months or more, uh, doing more solid just, and I work from my couch and that's horrible. I could get up and go to my <laughs> office, which is in another room, but I like, I don't know, like looking out the window or something. Whatever probably, works. Whatever works. bad for my back though. <laughs> Lumbar support. <laughs> yeah. So my day is so so very weird compared to most people's. I get up, I'm in my pajamas, go have a coffee and let the dogs out. And I just start working right then and there. And that's, and when people, we talk about like getting our steps in, like your non-exercise. I get like no steps in a day because my, I walked from my bedroom to the living room. Like I didn't even walk around, get ready and then head out the door to my office. Walk through the parking lot. Yeah. 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 I went to the living room and sat down. Yeah. So yeah. And then I just start working. There'll be times when I look up and I'm like, oh, it's like one. I haven't had any lunch. I just drank that coffee from this morning. I'm still in my pajamas. (laughs) I'm sure when Curtis, like, so my husband Curtis works a week on a week off. I'm sure on those weeks that he's home, he's like, Get yourself together. She's still in the same position on the couch. She has not moved. <laughs> Can you at least go out, like change your clothes and have a shower? It'll be like three and I'm like, oh, I Ooh. need to go have a shower now. Yes, yes. But I get so, like you said, like you love the work so much that you just get so involved in yeah. it that I get down like a rabbit hole of things that, and I'm like, oh man, it has been six hours and I've only gotten up and gone to the bathroom a couple of times. <laughs> Hi, have you been hydrating though? At least drinking some water? So yeah. You're not, okay, okay, <laughs> yes. good, okay, good. <laughs> That's important. That's important. Yeah. So that is what a typical day looks like. So then work and then I'll try to walk the dogs in the afternoon and, you know, have some supper and then get some fitness in in the evening. And then the I'm bad for working super late at night. That's your time. Yeah. Late at night. And my website guy, he can like text me at midnight and I can reply and he just knows that I'm awake and doing stuff and then so but then I don't get up until nine but I also start work at nine yes (laughs) because I immediately start working so my dad will call me sometimes he'll be like did you just get out of bed? I'm like, dad, it's 930. I've been up for like a half an hour. Yeah, I've already been up and like gone around the house and cleaned. Yeah. <laughs> they all know, but it's just my process. I like being, yeah, up 
working late at night. And see, I'm the opposite. I'm up because, you know, our studio opens uh, for our first class at six. So I'm always up around five because, you know, whether I'm opening the desk or I'm teaching or, you know, one of our, our Carver girls is at the desk, I'm up and I'm like, okay, is the studio running? Is everything good? And so I usually start working around five, five fifteen because I'm up. And then around three is that when that's when I peter out because I'm like, okay, I've been I've been working since five. Um, but the thing that I find that is kind of crazy is that I have less time in a way because it's kind of like you're always working. There's always something to do. But I also find that I have way more time because before I would get up, you know, it would take maybe an hour to get ready, right? So you're getting taking an hour, you're showering, you're getting ready, you're getting your business suit on, whatever it is, driving to work for half an hour. So there an hour's gone. And then you have to stay at your job for, you know, over lunchtime, let's say for another hour. And then another, let's say 30 minutes to an hour after work. That's two to three hours of my day that I did not have that was kind of dedicated towards preparing for that job. And so now it's like, oh, instead of, you know, driving to the North End, I'm walking in the park or I'm, you know, quickly cleaning our kitchen or throwing in a load of laundry. So I find that I have, you know, more time to do stuff like that, which is really balancing for me and and something I found like really, really rewarding. Yeah, no, for sure. I, it's so funny because sometimes twice this week I was up till 2 a.m. working (laughs) and you're like, I was up at 5. Seriously, yes. Oh man, we almost almost crossed over there. (laughs) Um, But that's the same. I would be I felt like I was chained to the desk when I worked that nine to five job. So for eight hours, if you only have five hours of actual work to get done in your day, you still need to fill eight hours, still need to sit there and fill those eight hours. So that was the only thing that I was like, man, there are so many other things I could be doing right right now. So when I'm at home, I can multitask, right? I can throw a load of laundry in while I'm answering emails and things like that. And you know, when I take my lunch break it's at home so I make my lunch or if I need to walk my dogs or do something like that I'm getting it all done when I was at my office I wouldn't run home and have that time like you you never had that time no you lose you lose a lot of time right yeah so your eight hours of work was actually only five hours of work spread out over 10 hours hours. (laughs) exactly right so yeah Yeah, the efficiency of it is definitely changed and that is part like one of the things that I super love about me too what I do now yeah me too me too all right so we're gonna go into some tough questions here are you ready I I think so all right okay so what would you say are the hardest parts about running your own businesses give me like the top like two or three that you think you're like man this is this is tough uh not knowing how much money you're going to right? make would yes. be the number right, yeah. one. <laughs> oh, money. Right. That thing. <laughs> you have to be comfortable knowing that it could be a quiet month. Right. And yeah. that you have budgeted for that or whatever. And um, I'm very, very thankful for my husband and his support with what I do. People are probably thinking, oh, dish doing her like <laughs> side gig and I'm like no you guys I work really really hard yes. it's just like it's the beginning stages of it so yeah like not a hundred percent knowing my dream is to be able to travel and work uh from abroad well, you and can. yeah what you're doing you can that's what I'm yeah. building to right now and to yeah to to be able to hold both of us um, on my income at that time someday. So that is the big dream. And now I've put it out there into the right, universe. Yes, I know. You've all heard it. Right. That's what the dream is. All right. You heard it. You heard it here first. <laughs> Episode three. <laughs> Mark it down in the calendar. <laughs> so that is, yeah, that's the number one. 
the number two, and we briefly have touched on it, is that the work doesn't really stop. Yes. And yeah. I don't know if you find this, but say you've got a great idea and you're going to implement it into your business and then you do it. But from that idea, another idea yes. generates. So it's not like, OK, yeah, I accomplished that task that I wanted to do for the business. You're like, oh, oh now I just added more it's snowballing, work. It's snowballing. <laughs> it's constant. Yeah. So and I found I find, too, the more you work and the harder you work, the more it starts to generate yeah. so it's like it's not like I'm getting to the end of my well, it's like list. brainstorming brainstorming never really ends right you start with a little like I you know okay we need to accomplish this goal how do we do it start to brainstorm and then it just keeps snowballing some ideas might be stinkers whatever but then it's like they just generate more momentum and create more more and, ideas and if it was a bad idea you know how to fix it or make it better and yeah so that I think is the other thing because when I think that I'm like getting the list checked off I just added 10 more things. I went through this like the last two months. I have hardly seen my friends because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a whole bunch of work done. And when we move, then I'll have a little bit more time for summer. And it, I was, I really thought that by the end of May and now we're into June that it would have eased up a bit. (laughs) I haven't packed a box in my house, we move in one week. Oh, no. And I'm Calling like, the professionals. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy, that didn't hey. go as I thought because everything just started accumulating. So it was like I got one thing done, but I was like, oh, I have this awesome idea for something else. And I'm just on this roll right now. And I just I can't awesome. go it with off. it, though. When you're hot, you're hot. Go yeah. with it. Yeah. That's that creative, like the creative mindset. Yeah. And that is what entrepreneurs I find have they whether or not and when people think of creative they think of like artists and stuff like that but that's not no, yeah what it is yeah. it's the ideas that you're thinking of for your business and things like that so those what I would say top two oh I'm gonna add a third one add a third what's your third you, you gotta say no a lot to things yes. that sometimes you want to do yes that's so, true like yep. May long weekend my friends were out doing a lot of really fun things. And no doubt snapping it, Insta-storying it. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, it looks so fun. A spike ball <laughs> oh, in the what? hot weather yeah. in the park. That doesn't With look slushies. fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't want to do that anyways. <laughs> and then, so it was like I was at home inside working because I'm like, I'm going to get all this work done. Yeah. And it's okay that it's May long weekend because as you know, there are no long weekends or no. every weekend is a long weekend. I guess yeah. you can. Yeah. Either way you look at it, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, you say no to some of the things that you want to do, but you know that you can. And I think that's the true testament of like the people who are successful and the ones who aren't the ones who are putting their business on the back burner and going and always doing the things Indulging. and never saying no that will be the make or break of some businesses. And yeah. some people get into business thinking like, this is awesome. I I'm a business to- owner. Yeah, I yeah. make my own hours. Yes. And they think it's like, yeah, sun tanning on a hot day. And yeah, I'm no. like, I, did, I got no vitamin D in today yeah. because I sat inside the whole time. You got to get a porch. I have a porch. And so the sun comes in in the morning. And somebody the day is like, hey, do you have a tan? I said, yeah, because my office in the morning from like 8 till 11 is I'm sitting on my porch. Now I'm squinting. I'm getting yeah. some wrinkles because I'm squinting. I need to get some special like glasses that I can see my laptop screen with still. But yeah, it's actually it's quite nice to be able to like be like, oh, I don't need to sit in a desk in a chair chained to that desk. Yes. And you can kind of like move around, go to a coffee shop, sit on your deck, you know, 
And I used to do that our, on our old deck. On the one that we have now, it's a little exposed. Oh. And then I'm like, <laughs> what is she doing out there? Up yeah. on my deck. And yeah, people can like see me over top of yeah. the fence from the street. So I don't as much, but the plan is to 100% do that at the lake. Totally. When our deck overlooks yes. the water. It's so inspiring too, right? Yes. Like the scenery and the, yes. It is. It is much more inspiring than the view from the couch yes. of the dog sleeping. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? My new office has so much gossip in it. Let me tell you a quick story about this. So when I work on my deck, we have a tree. And I found when I was picking weeds the other day that there's actually a nest in there with some eggs and a bird. So and she just got all crazy. Hey, when I came near the mama bird was like screaming and like diving at me and everything. Um, and today I called my husband and I was like, the baby daddy has arrived. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, our office gossip. I was like, she's leaving the nest and the dad has arrived and he's warming the egg. So like, this is all the hot gossip in our office. You heard it here first. Oh, yeah. The hot gossip from our office is some robins that have laid a nest in our, or laid some eggs in a nest in our front yard. But you know, I would miss stuff like that, right? It's kind of a funny story, yeah. but it's like, it's a cute little thing that we like, you know, we're able to kind of enjoy our home, enjoy each other, enjoy yeah. our, our, you know, our, our, our outside and everything. And yeah. Oh man, I'm dying. Yeah. Those dang robins. I'm like taking pictures of the dogs and I'm like, yes. my coworkers are yes. the ladiest. Yeah. Like, I'm hilarious. I'm so funny. Haha. <laughs> Everybody else is like, shut up. No one cares about your dog. Yeah, no one cares about that stupid, stupid robin in your tree. I find it very amusing. I, I get you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I've like had a struggle with is because I have been working for a corporation for, you know, 10 years is I'm trying to break that nine to five mentality. Like, you know what I said? Like, you know, I'm up at five, I'm working at five. And then around three, I, I if I start to peter out, I kind of feel guilty. I'm like, oh, well, no, I, I should work till five. And it's like, well, you know, you've been up since five. You maybe took like a half an hour lunch break or you taught over lunch, right? Taught a class. Um, if at three you need a little break or whatever, go for it, you know? So that's been one thing that I've kind of, you know, had a, a little bit of a, a struggle with is being like, okay, you know, or you're going to work on the weekend, or you might work a little bit tonight, you know, over at a coffee shop with your husband. So just breaking that mold of being like Monday to Friday, nine to five, that's where you work. That's, you know, where the, the, the magic happens. No, not, not always. Right. Yeah. I call it, um, well, I saw this quote actually, it says replying to every single email right now won't make you rich. And I was like, Oh, Oh, that is correct. And I still give amazing customer service. Mm -hmm. You have to. But I found that I had to turn off all the notifications on my phone and only check them now because I'd be working away and then something would pop up and then I would need to answer that. And then it was also making my day drag on. Yes. Then that's a thing, right? Yeah. You're not multitasking at that point. By the time you get back to that other task you're like, well, where was I with that? Mm -hmm. But I've also started to lay that out with my nutrition clients too. So everybody has their own specific check-in day and I get back to them within 24 hours. Um, well the next, by the next day, if you miss your check-in day, I still get back to you, but you have to have emailed me during the week. I don't respond to the emails on that come in on the weekend. And okay. I turned that up. I was repl- replying to emails all the time. Yeah. Every day. Yep. Like it wasn't a nutrition emergency. That is not <laughs> what a- would constitute a nutrition emergency. What right? would? Yeah. 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 So I was like, 
oh, and then I, I just started putting that out there. And they were like, oh, we totally understand that. Yeah. We wouldn't work on the weekend. Set some boundaries, set yeah. some guidelines, and then people know what to expect and yeah. when they can reach you. And yeah. and so then I found I have to only check emails at kind of at certain times of the day. Mm. And then if yeah. the emails fall into that time period, then perfect. They get answered. If not, then they get answered the next day. Mm-hmm. So that's still good customer service to be oh, totally. replying to people within a day. It yeah. doesn't mean that you need to reply right now. Stop everything that you're doing. Or else that is what I found. The work days were never, never ending. ending. That's a thing. Never ending, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's just kind of how I have learned to. And I I, I talked about it in the last podcast. So people are probably like, you already talked about this book. <laughs> the 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Yeah. And he was like, that it's there is no amount of emergency that anyone's contacting you over via email or social media. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're oh, right. Oh, yeah, right. If okay, it was an correct. emergency. Yes. They would phone me and they would True. have my phone number and that would be an actual emergency. Phone, an actual phone to phone conversation. Oh man, that's so, that's so 1990s. Using yeah. your phone. <laughs> Using as your a phone. phone. They would even send me a text message. Yes. Yeah. Te- okay. Text. Yes. I can be comfortable with that. Yeah. Why are you calling me? <laughs> so that, yeah, that was how I kind of like streamlined it down because I did get into that trap too. Yes. And you're like, I worked on and off all day long, yes. all night long. Yes. And it's exhausting. Yeah. And that's where I'm at right now too. Like it's been three months and I feel like I'm getting better at it now. And especially too, to be like trying to take a day off as well to be like, Kate, randomly this Thursday is my day off. I don't have to be at the studio. I'm going to take this day off and clean and grocery shop or whatever. But yeah, I think that that's, I, I like that because I had that mentality too. Like in my corporate job, Kate, I'm, you know, unless there's an emergency, I'm shutting off my email. You know, if people need to get a hold of me, they'll call me. But yeah, I haven't taken that over into this new kind of journey. So I feel like that's that's pretty good advice. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Okay, so this kind of plays off a little bit of what we've already talked about. But when you and I had met for a walk this week, we talked about um, kind of getting in a rut. And some, da- some, some days just feel sort of like they're repeating over and over, that groundhog effect. You know, you're in your house, you're working. Now, I, I, I get to go to the studio, so I'm kind of out you know, and about and that kind of thing and interacting with people. But um, how do you like how do you overcome that effect and feeling like it's just like the same thing day in, day out, same pajamas, same rut on the couch? <laughs> yeah, my day all winter looked the same. It it was a scene out of the movie Groundhog yeah. Day. <laughs> it was me getting up, letting the dogs out, having coffee, sitting on the couch, working in my pajamas. I worked out at the same time. I walked the dogs at the same time. And then there would be days where I didn't see another human. Yeah. I was like, what oh, is it? Boy. Where am I? <laughs> so, and <laughs> wintertime is bad for winter that. Wintertime is so bad. It really is. Yeah. You definitely go out, like go outside more, right? When it gets warmer. So that helps break up your day. But that was part of the reason why we're moving. And I know everyone doesn't have that flexibility to do what we're doing for that. So that's not very good advice for people (laughs) who are like, what is your advice for this? Just move. (laughs) Just just pack up and move. But I was just like, I can't keep doing this. And I, this is how I know seasonal affective disorder is a thing. And clients are like, they'll email me in the winter and they're just like, I don't know what's going on. Like I'm kind of like, feeling unmotivated yeah. to get to the gym and whatnot. Yeah, that's Very- what I heard all the time at the studio. People would come in and we, we we know our clients so well and all our spinners and everything like that and become really good friends with a lot of them. And so many people in the winter were like, I just feel blah. And that's what I heard over and over, blah. And I was like, I hear you. That's uh, so many people. And that's why what we do is so you know important because it really does 
you know, it's a matter of, you know, half an hour to an hour and you've got your sweat in and you feel great. Yeah. And you kind of can change that blah feeling around. Like, I also find that taking a wintertime vacation is... Mm. And also, again, people are like, well, it must be nice to have that. But mm. I know, but to get out and to rejuvenate yourself oh, man. somewhere yes. else definitely helps break up the winter time. But yeah, I think getting out of the house, even when yeah. it's cold, making sure you're getting out, seeing friends, yes. um, going to a fitness class, those types of things. It was hard because this winter... I would work from home and be working out at home. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, that's everything I- in one spot. It's so convenient. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah it wasn't as convenient. Yeah. So yes, going and seeing people is huge to break up that day and to like, yeah, lift your spirits when yeah. the months are cruddy. Yes. But now we're, we're, we're through that now. We're into the spring and the summer here and we're feeling good. And, and it is totally different. Yes. It, like, it really is. It is. It really is. We have a, the city that comes alive in the summer and it's so fun. And our business is on Broadway. So um, we actually had uh, the Broadway uh, bid into the, our studio yesterday and they were like, what do you love about being on Broadway? We're like, everything. Yeah, like, it's Broadway. So vi- it's Broadway. It's so vibrant. It's so alive. It's so fun. Like there's so many different things to explore and like... Like there's so many pockets like that around Saskatoon that are great to, to visit and see and just. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. And even so working from home, even just like seeing the people outside the window walking around more and like on their mm-hmm. bikes. Yes. And- well, that's how you and I actually saw each other in real life. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. We had that joke where we were Instagram friends and then we ran into each other biking in the park and we actually yes. said hi, which I was like, oh, I feel so proud of myself. Yes. We actually <laughs> acknowledged each other and not just like ignored each other. <laughs> yeah. Jess was yeah. on her bike and Curtis and I were walking and I was like, yeah. hey, it's hey, Jess. Yeah, I know. And we were like, hey. And then we messaged each other afterwards. It's like, oh, yes, we're so adult. We yeah. said hello. <laughs> You know, in this weird world of only social yeah. media, we actually had like a human real, interaction. Totally. I know. Instead of just living vicariously through each other's Instagrams, I, I like that. I love that. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So we, again, we touched on this before too, but um, one thing that I'm finding is that, yeah, there's never a break. It's always, you've got something to do. It's like school. When I was in the university, you know, you'd be relaxing at home, maybe watching a show, but in the back of your mind was that little nagging voice saying, you should be studying, you should be doing this exam, you know, you should be, you should be putting in the work. And that's kind of how I feel too with uh, running a business is that it's like, there's always something to do. It just doesn't shut off. Right. Um, so how do you kind of get over that? Or can you get over that? Is that, does that voice ever go away? Will that voice ever leave? I don't know if it ever does actually. Yeah. (laughs) But like planning, and scheduling yes, things does help. It's not constantly running the checklist in your head. I find that being able to scratch things off the list and schedule times for certain things mm-hmm. does help compress that into a smaller part of your day. And also scheduling time in your day for the non-work things yes. too, right? Yeah. For you to get your fitness in, yeah. for you to see your friends or, you yeah. know, Go grab a lunch or whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. And just making sure that you have put that time aside for those types of things as well. And it, uh, I want to say it'll get better. (laughs) It did not get better for me in university. I just, even, even after university, I still had this like lingering, like, oh, I should be, oh wait, no, I've, I've complicated. I don't have any school anymore, but. I think when you're in university, you're like, 
at the end of the four years, that's yeah. when it, but now it's like, there is no end. No, there is no, exactly, right? It's just, yeah, I think it's just about managing it. And you're right, the checklist does help. Like, I'm a huge day planner nerd. I always have been. Yes. Just like day planners, like checklists. And so that definitely helps too, to like get those tasks done and kind of use, like you said, condense them into a smaller part of your day. So you're not just like stretching it out forever or putting it off and then feeling guilty that you put it off, right? Yeah, and I got into the bad habit of doing both of those things. Yeah. I'm... My website guy, his name is Jory. He is amazing, but he's quite a bit younger than I am. Just laughs at me. He's like, nice day planner. With like a pen and paper. I know, I know. And then I've highlighted. So Mm. the tasks have different colors. That's me too. Are we the same person? Are we the same person? (laughs) We we should have brought our day planners to to like compare them. Yes. And then if it's like, well, if I need to have Jory do a task, I highlight that in blue. And then if I need to have Darian, um, the nutrition student that works for me, do a task, she's in purple (laughs) and my tasks are in that just makes sense to me. That just sounds like good common sense. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, these all digital people have all their like their things on their phone yeah. and checklists. He's like, and just stuff. type it, yeah. and I'm like, do it. Can't, no, it's no, not no. as effective. <laughs> it's not as effective. You're, you're correct, but it can help. It can inspire you too. It's kind of like my art. Like I'm not a very artistic person, so my day planner for me is kind of like, yeah. you know, I've got some stickers that I have in there. Do you have any custom fitness stickers? I'm actually having some um, made up Are right you? now. Oh, that's awesome. There's a girl that I know. Yeah. She's making, they're actually going to be decals. Oh, nice. And so, you know, you can put it on your water bottle. And okay, I, I have to get one of those. Yeah. And I'm going sure to like, put it, like one on my laptop. And nice. uh, she's making a little bit bigger one for the back of my Jeep. Cool. Too. So, awesome. Okay. Sticker nerd. Day planner nerd. Yes. Check, <laughs> check, check. All right. So we've gone through the tough things now. So now let's turn up that sunshine. And talk about what are some of the best things about being an entrepreneur. Well, I do love making my own hours. And we, I said, yeah, that's not for everyone. But I'm, if you're diligent with it and mm-hmm. you're working when you're supposed to be working, because right there's the people who are like, I want to make my own hours because I'm going to stay up late and sleep in, which uh, I do. But I <laughs> yeah. work late. Yes. Sleep a little bit later and then start work immediately again. Yeah. So that isn't what people think that that is. Yeah. Uh, so making my own hours, definitely. Um, when I worked my nine to five job, this is what I talked about. Only having a certain amount of work to do mm-hmm. and then sitting there. I love being able to be at home, multitasking other things and being able to make my lunch at home. Yes. And like I said, grabbing the dogs and like taking yeah. them for their walk as opposed to people have that chunk of their day that's blocked off. Yeah. Nothing is happening in that besides the time that you're putting in at your job and driving to your job and that stuff. I just feel like I can get more things done. Going back to, yeah, the four-hour work week book, uh, he talks about multitasking can actually end up taking you longer to get things done. And I agree with that. Yeah, because you're not focusing on one task and doing it well. Yes. And then you get off onto another thing and you have to get back to it. But in the sense that, if I throw a quick load of laundry in mm-hmm. in the middle of an email, that's not really taking my, you know, thoughts away from what no. I'm doing. Yeah. So multitasking in the sense of doing two uh, work-related tasks at once? No. no. Yes. But doing a, a simple thing yeah. at Like home. you're on the phone. Like sometimes I'll have my, my headset on. Headset? That sounds like I'm so early 2000s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you have an no. earpiece? I know. I have an I- I have an ear. I have a headset. It goes over top of my head. No, <laughs> no. Actually, I got the the um the Apple 
your pods oh, okay. for, for my birth. Yeah, so I'm very I'm very high tech with those. Yes, I have a paper day planner, but I do have my uh, wireless uh, headphones. No, but yeah, I'll be talking on the phone or something like that, and then I'll go like yeah, I said, throw a load of laundry in or empty the dishwasher, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, and talking about steps, this is where I tell people like how to get. I will walk around the house. Yes. While I'm on the phone, but now I want those ear pods because Honestly, they're so good you get you get my caught. arm is yes. like so tired holding my phone up walking yes. around but that's what I always try to do to like get my just yeah. movement in during my day if I um and that's the other thing is not scrolling social media like all yes. the time I'll like set aside it's hard though because with us like our businesses are so tied to social media so you're like oh I've got to do an Instagram post oh now I've gone down this big rabbit hole yes. of like 15 minutes of scrolling and replying to messages and all this stuff right it does kind of grab you people are probably like oh I saw she was on Instagram but she didn't even like my post or whatever <laughs> it's because I'm not scrolling at that time I do my business related post right and then I'll come back at us. But you're right. Like, you'll see something that interests you yeah, that popped up right in the top Inspiring. of your feed. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I just want to read that. And yeah. then, yeah, so I had to shut that down. So when I do do my scrolling, because you'll notice, like, you'll know when it is. If I've liked your, that's when I'm doing my scroll yes. for the day. You're giving out those hearts. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> you're double tapping. <laughs> and other people probably think this, too, that I never like things on Facebook. I don't scroll the Facebook feed anymore. It literally has, if your post pops up at the top of my feed, yeah. I, I give it a like when I, same thing, go in to post my other but I just have found I don't have the time to yeah. scroll through. Well, there's Facebook. so many things that are like different things you haven't even followed that are in the Facebook feed yeah. and that kind of thing. And yeah, for me, in, I find Instagram like really inspiring. I know a lot of people are like, you know, sometimes talk negatively about social media and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And oh, you get caught up in the perfect images. And yes, that is true. But I personally find it very inspiring. Like I'll see other yeah. businesses. I'm like, oh, that's great. How can we apply that to our business? Or somebody else like is making some crazy smoothie and you're like, I should try that. I've got some of those ingredients or whatever. So that's what I find at least. You know how people get so offended by thinking that it's the highlight reel? Yeah. I'm sorry, but I want to see the highlights I know, of I your love life. I too. Yeah. And I don't love the the low lights as yeah. much. Like I go on there, like you said, to be inspired yeah. and to love what you're doing and yeah. see what you've been up to. And if people are, you know, always posting those not, I just, I love seeing the good. Right. Yeah. That's out in the yeah. world. But then knowing too that it's like, yeah, this person's yes, life uh, is probably not perfect. For and sure. neither is mine. And, you know, taking it with a grain of salt. Yes. Right. Everybody is, has their own battle. Yes. So yes. Exactly. But if you posting only the good things, that's okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I don't think that you're lying to me or yeah. about life or anything. So yeah, that's why. So social media time, I will also walk around and that is my like I'm getting my movement right. in as yeah. well. And people are probably like, walking around your house is stupid. And I'm like, I just sat on the couch for really yeah. six hours. I, I gotta need, get these legs moving. Yeah, like my back is getting <laughs> yeah. sore. So yeah, those are two of the things that I will do. And yeah, those are like I get some things done and I can like grab my shoes, do a workout, those yeah. types of things. So that is the best part yeah. of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, I love it. So like most things in life, it's easier to do them if you have a team behind you, or as I like to say, a life squad. And so can you tell me a little bit about some of the people that support you um, in your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, um, my friends are awesome. And we call it a fit fam. So they're nice. my, we they're my too. fit yes. fam. Yes. Um, I love that you have a life squad though. Life squad, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they are so super supportive. Uh, and 
people don't even realize it, but in and when I say supportive, it doesn't mean that they're out buying my product because no. they don't necessarily need it. No. But yeah. they support comes in so many different forms. It's they you know, follow me on social media yeah. and like my posts. Sometimes they probably even like my posts when they don't give a shit about them. <laughs> but they're just like, ah, sure. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. She's putting something positive out there. Yeah. I'll yeah. Give it a like anyways. Yeah. So uh, they they help me come up with the name of my business. Like they, um, someone else helped me come up with one of the parts of the logo. Yeah. They will offer to help film videos with me. Uh, they like the list goes on and on. And it's just about them, I guess, caring yeah. about what I'm doing. Yeah. They ask me about my business again, even if they don't care. Yeah. They still, you know, are just there for me. The ones that are actually entrepreneurs, we bounce ideas off of each other all the time. And I I feel like you have to do that. Mm-hmm. That's what weeds out those bad ideas. Yes. You need someone who, like, from the outside looking in. To be like, oh, wait, I did something similar to that. Halt, like, push the brakes. Yeah, yeah, it, don't, did yeah it did not work. go well. Yeah. yeah. So I love being able to call up those people and be like, like what do you think of this? And, you know, and getting that honest opinion. They don't need to sit there and yeah. sugarcoat it for yeah. me. Um, but I do have my friends who are like, I don't want to hurt her feelings. I can yeah. tell her it's awesome. Yeah. And I know who those people are. And yeah. then I know. Who but yeah, but then you go to that when you need a little boost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, those people. And of course, like I talked about this, hurt us 100% when I'm like, I'm going to give up my broker's license. He's just like, okay. Yep. Like yeah. always supportive of me. And yeah, like if there's months where I'm like, Ooh, it was a little bit quieter this yeah. month, you know, like never like I, I don't know. And I and I know it's a marriage thing. But yeah, there's never he's never like, oh, my God, Ashlyn and her stupid business. Yeah. yeah. So he's awesome that way. Like when I needed to first start my website, I was still very, very new. So I was like, hey, yeah. I need a website like Will you help me? me? Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. like, yes, of course. Of course I will. Yeah. Yeah. So it's never, it's having that support from those people. Like I said, you don't necessarily, and I'm sure all, not all of your friends do spin either. No. And that's the thing. Like you said, they help in their own ways. Like, you know, um, you know, my mom's always like cutting out articles and sending them to me and being like, oh, you should try this or you should look yeah. at that. And that's how my mom helps. Right. Or yes. my dad, my dad is a, a wizard electrician. So he comes and he helps us at the studio if we need electrical work done or, yes. you know, hauling heavy things around or whatever it is. Or my brother just helped us lay some flooring the other day in our renovations. And so, um, each person kind of brings what they, you know, what they can to the table. And like my brother hates spin. He always, he always jokes about spin and like laughs that we're like dancing on the bike and stuff. But you know, his way of helping out is that, yeah, he'll like a photo or yeah. he'll, you know, he'll make a funny comment on a picture or he'll come help us out at the studio and so yeah people want to help in their own way right and it's every bit of little support is is very uh, appreciated for sure yeah like I I know that what I have isn't for everyone but sometimes they're like um you know my mom who lives in a small town I'd really like her to try your program and whether or not they send it to her or not or she signs up or not this is the fact that they said that um or like like you said I, when we had a storefront, like my dad came and helped so much with that stuff. And that's his way to support you, right? Yeah, Yeah. that was amazing. Maybe he's not going to buy the clothes from there, but he can help you out. And yeah. Yeah. And like, that's, I think what, what people don't understand about a small business, it's not always about 
spending the money at it is yeah. just showing your love yeah. or asking about it. How's it going? Asking about it. Yeah. 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 People like ask me who my next guest on the podcast yeah. is or share that with people. And it's not that the, the I don't make any money from the podcast, but yeah. it's all just like creating awareness for yeah. my brand and my business. Yeah. So that all helps. And so for all of those people who are listening, like I thank you. And I notice, I notice the people who support my photos yeah. on Instagram and like them or whatever. I do. Yeah. I notice those things and I appreciate it. And I thank you. And yeah, yeah I, you couldn't. Yeah. It's not a one woman show. No. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what I've learned too, is that it's, it's like, yeah, you may be kind of like out on your own or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's like, you cannot go it alone. You can't. And if you do, you're probably going to be sitting alone in your house, miserable, doing the same thing over and over and not being inspired because you're just, you know, by yourself. And so you definitely need that. The You, you need the life squad. Like I had somebody it. say to me, like, I think that your business is going to be big someday. And I was like, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, he, the person, he's not a client of mine. Yeah. He doesn't purchase. He's just like, I think what you do is amazing. He doesn't need my product. He has his own fitness thing. But I was like, so touched by that. Yeah. I was like, Curtis, do you know what they just said to me? Yeah. I was like, somebody believes in me the way that I believe in myself. Yeah. But like when you hear it from somebody else, you're like, Oh, wow. yeah, that's awesome. So speaking of Curtis, so my husband's name is Dayton and he is a born entrepreneur. His family, his parents were entrepreneurs. Um, he just has that bug in him. And even when he was, he's an, he uh, has an engineering degree and he was working kind of a corporate, very, very corporate job in the engineering world. And then finally kind of his side business was big enough to take off. And that's now our kitchen and bath company that we're, that we're doing together. And um, so anyways, long story short, he just a deep seated entrepreneur. Whereas I just am not like, you know, my, my mom was, she's a stay-at-home mom. She raised us. My dad, you know, worked for a corporation for 40 years of his career as an engineer. And so I did not have that exposure to running your own business and taking risks and, you know, going out on your own. And so he's been such a support in that sense. Um, now is Curtis, does he come from an entrepreneurial background or is he like, or he's, yeah, he's a working, he's a, he he's works, a man. yeah, he works yeah. his 12 hour shifts and like yeah. he does work that a lot of like he's a power engineer but he yeah does work that you know shift work and yeah. works away in a, a camp, like he lives in a camp for a week yeah. at a time and he he really likes his job but yeah. he he likes the stability and that's the thing and I think it's important too to say that like even though you and I are quote unquote entrepreneurs now and stuff like that doesn't make that what our journey, you know, the right journey or anything like that, or or people who are working nine to fives or people who are stay at home moms or anything. Right. It's like everybody's journey is their own. And it's just a matter of like what is calling to you and what is like working for your lifestyle. And so yeah, yeah. that works for him. Right. Like it's. And how, like if he wasn't working that job, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing either. So it was like, he, you know, and yeah. He provides the stability for you to be able to take the risk. Yeah. 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 And he loves the stability. And (laughs) I love that creative side of it. But he like is helping me all the time with things. He'll be out in the garage filming videos with me. And this one time I wanted to like, film all new warm-up videos but I wanted it to be dark out and now it's summer so we had to wait until 11 o'clock at night (laughs) he likes to be in bed earlier like that's his like bedtime that sounds sensible to me in early bedtime (laughs) (laughs) out there in the garage at 11 because I wanted it to be dark in this video with the special lighting and I was like 
you're the man yeah like you're the best you're the <laughs> thank best. you for helping me yeah. with this stuff. he hates my like instagram stories and stuff like that why like he doesn't hate them but like hates like being in oh, them oh hates being in them yes yeah. that's and I'm, like, like too. talk yes and he's like oh. i hate when you do this yeah. to me <laughs> so i've tried to like not do things like that or like he wouldn't be like hey film me doing a workout i'll be like I'm going to go do a workout in the front because yeah. I think it's important to see people like people yeah. see me to do no, the workout. Yeah, normalizing it and making it. Yeah. Yeah. And he is not the person who would do a workout, like bring your equipment out in front of the house. Right. Having a camera set up on a tripod. I saw you guys doing that the other day. I was like, nice. <laughs> yeah. And then I was said to Dayton, I was like, okay, you got to come to my class more often because he's been, he's been working so much lately at the, at our, with the kitchens and yeah. said, you got to come spinning more. Look at Curtis is out there with her working out. I know. So he's like. <laughs> out doing his workout and he wasn't even doing the same one as me he was doing a different one yeah. he's like okay I'll come do it and yeah Perfect. he would never be like yes for sure put me in front of a camera yeah. and videotape me working out but that's just that's just people's personalities yes. right some people like that and some people don't and like I've always been like uh you know like I don't mind being like the center yeah. of attention and that kind of thing and I dance as a kid and it's like yes. yeah but that's where <laughs> you know what it, like that's why he is he knows it's She's doing it for work yes. and yeah. I'm going to help her out by doing this. And yep. then, you know, people like people want to see him doing the workouts totally. and stuff too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like people drive down our street and they're like, Oh, they're what at it again. Are they doing? <laughs> like, come join us. <laughs> I was out there the other day, and someone was walking by, and I'm doing a push-up challenge on. Yes, okay, Instagram. okay. We have to talk about that after for a second because your first day was 15 full push-ups. I was like, because I saw it, she's like, okay, push-up challenge. Okay, I'm kind of interested. What could this be? 15 push-ups the first day. I was like, how about one push-up on your knees for the first day? But they could and- be like on an elevated surface. <laughs> and like, there's all okay, so many okay. people tag me in videos. Like there's hundreds actually doing it. So I'm out setting up my video <laughs> and these, this girl walking by is like, I did day three of the challenge. Oh, and nice. I was like, oh my God. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. I was like, thank you. Yeah. So I think that those moments too, like what I've learned in the past few months is that, you know, you're going to have your ups and downs, of course. And it always seems like when you're on kind of like a low point and you're feeling down, you're feeling discouraged. Um, something will happen like that where somebody's like, man, that last class you did, you know, the, the motivational part was that really spoke to me or a man. I've like, you know, I've, I've, I've look how far I've come on my fitness journey or whatever it is. And it always just seems like it's just like the universe sends it at the right time to make you feel like, that's why I do it. Yeah. And that's exactly why, you know? Yeah. People might be getting the wrong idea and thinking that I only do what I do because I like making my own hours. No, I'm passionate about oh, fitness yeah. and I'm passionate about helping people like reach their goals mm-hmm. as well. It's so, so rewarding. It, like, it's so cheesy to say, but it's so rewarding. Yeah. Like- it's so rewarding to see somebody that like, you know, we, we just did instructor tryouts and some of the people that had started, you know, just a few months ago, they were, you know, up and ready and, and willing to try out for instructor, you know, instructor tryouts. It's like, that's awesome. Like, look how far you've come. Look at and you the know? confidence like, you've yeah. gained. It's not even about like a physical transformation. No. You know, it's obviously helping them be their healthiest. And that for is sure. what I want to see of everyone. Yep. And like, people are like, well, it's just because you like fitness. I'm like, no, I like my health. Mm-hmm. And I want to live a long time and I want you to be healthy too. And I don't want to see you go through, you know, periods of time where you're sick or mm-hmm. things like that. I genuinely want the best for people. Yeah. So that is why yeah. I do what That's I do. That's the why. That is the why. Yeah, that is the why. Awesome. 
So is there anything that you miss about quote unquote working for the man, AKA working that corporate job? Oh, besides a regular paycheck? I don't think so. <laughs> what about the cold AC that they blast in the office? Do you <laughs> so, miss that? <laughs> I had to run a heater under my desk. All the time. In the I, summertime. I just would sit on top of a heater all day long. Why does the air conditioning have to be so cold? I always joke that we should get branded Snuggies. Like, I'm all about a Snuggie. Branded Snuggies for the entire office because it is so cold. And there's always one guy that, like, controls the temperature in the office. And, yeah, everybody's running space heaters, blowing the breakers. Oh, my God. Until you said that, I was like, oh, the air conditioning is bad. It's so bad. (laughs) But, like, honestly, it... If I had a regular paycheck and just knew I always, it yes. wouldn't have made me work as hard yeah. as I do now or as I have. Yeah. So that yes and no, I guess yeah. like having money is awesome to pay yes. things like bills, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it makes me like get my ass out yeah. there and yeah. hustle. Yeah. Like I put in an effort. Try. Yeah. Yep. yep. Just and like you're, you're working cause you're like, okay, you know, I, I do need to make money yeah. as well. And that's where people probably just think this is some fun little thing that I'm doing on the side and that, you know, Curtis supports me and is like, he supports my journey with this, mm-hmm. but the goal isn't to have him to support me for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that nobody, I, I don't want to have to rely on that or thinking, oh boy, when am I gonna get paid again yeah and i the other i guess misconception too is like when you start your own business and like people start paying you for things is that that's your money and that is not your money (laughs) that is the business's money yes yeah for sure so uh yeah those are i guess that would be kind of the only thing but it makes me do what i do now and it why i am where i am yeah yeah for sure Okay, so one of the things that I have had a really hard time with, and I want you to let me know if you feel the same way, is that I have not really said aloud, like, I'm an entrepreneur. I don't know why this makes me so uncomfortable, but labeling myself as, like, a business owner or an entrepreneur or, like, a boss babe. Like, even as you said that, I was, like, had a little bit of a blush because I was, like, (laughs) I don't know why. It's just because I've worked for so long. I, you know, worked for these jobs and they've all been great and stuff, but I've never been the boss babe I've never been the entrepreneur and so saying it aloud makes me like at this point I'm like oh I feel like a fraud like how do I like did you feel like that or if you did how'd you get over it oh I just that took me back we went to Vegas about a month ago and we were going through customs and as you go through and they're asking you yeah what do you do for a living Mm -hmm. and Curtis oh I'm a power engineer and I'm like and at this point I knew that I was giving up my mortgage license I was like I'm a mortgage broker yeah, no, I'm not a mortgage broker yeah. really anymore, but I just was like, okay, so I I run an online fitness <laughs> program, inspiring uh, people to live their best life, like, just trying to get yeah. people to be healthy. And Too much information. Just ma'am. started a <laughs> podcast, and they're like, what? Yeah. So yes, yes, so hard. Even now, um, because we're moving to a new community, what do you do for a living? Yeah. I have an online fitness program. It's like, oh, cute. You do workouts in your garage. Yeah. And it's like, no, but it's more than that. You don't even understand. (laughs) Well, I think there's a misconception too. Like, and you kind of touched on this last thing that we talked about, but that work can't be fun. 
You know what I mean? And it's like, that's, I felt a little bit like, oh, like I'm having a lot of fun right now. Like I love running the studio. I love being here. I love making playlists and like talking with the people before and after class and that little bit of like, oh, but that's not work. Yeah. And it's like, but why isn't it work? You know what I mean? And so that mentality of like, oh, you just, you know, do workouts in your garage, right? That like kind of negative, like, oh, no, work is nine to five, sitting in a desk, you know, possibly being miserable because you're. (laughs) That was a conversation that Curtis and I had once because when he's home, he's on his days off. Yeah. And I can be on my computer and stuff like that. And he'll be talking to you or to me and I'll be like, I'm. I'm just like right in the middle of some work right now. Or if I'm making a post on Instagram, I'm like as much as like I I'm never I'm totally transparent on Instagram, but I'm sharing my stories with them so people can relate and see what I have to offer to the the program and like even just inspiring their health journey, whatever it may be. Right. But that is still a form of work. Yes. So it's like just because you see me open up Instagram doesn't mean I'm just scrolling the feed or whatever. Right. And yes, there are times where I do it for enjoyment yes. as well. And that's fine. You're allowed to enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, I'm, you are yeah. allowed to yeah. enjoy. People do it. But yeah, that's why there is that. Well, is what you're doing right work. now work? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, work doesn't have to be quote unquote work. Yeah. So have you gotten comfortable then with the term of like, you're an entrepreneur? Um, I, I know that I am. I don't know how I will explain myself. I honestly yeah. don't. I guess I'm going to have to start saying. I own my own business. Or I, I run an online fitness program. I created yeah. a, a fitness program online. You might have to shorten yeah. that for the customs forms. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Come, come up with a shortened version for like, the customs. Would you like to see my website? Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, I have an Instagram one right now. Oh, I'm not allowed to have phones and customs. Oops. <laughs> see, for me, I can say I'm a marketer, right? Like wow. I have a, I have a degree. So I, and that's what marketing for me has been so great because I can kind of apply it to the different industries that I've been in. So and I can you st- can say yeah. I own a spin studio. Yeah. And you know what? If I had a physical location, I own a gym. <laughs> I feel like that's different. Yeah. I don't know what it is, though. Yeah. yeah. Total I know. It's, it's such a weird. Yeah. That's so, so funny because I was just like, oh, I kind of cr- do a little cringe. And it's like, OK, I have to get comfortable with this. Yeah. It's only been three months for me, though. So maybe I'll I'll just start to maybe use. Maybe yeah. I own my own business. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work on it and get back to you on that one. <laughs> All right. So I'm very new to this world. But one thing that has personally taught me in the past few months is that I think that every business is just trying to do their best. Um, it has really helped me to kind of see that there's so many moving parts to a business and not everything's going to go right all the time. So it's made me a lot more forgiving, a lot more um, sympathetic to businesses that may be struggling. So maybe you go into a restaurant and something comes out wrong or, you know, you go into whatever and it doesn't go as planned. It's like, oh, there's so many things that, you know, have to go into running a business. And so I've become a lot more like, oh, okay, you know, I, I believe that they're probably just doing their best. Um, have you kind of felt like that or noticed that since you, you kind of started your journey? Oh, yes. All the time. And when we had a the clothing store, it was a struggling business. Yeah. I like I really, really try to support everyone around me in some way, shape, or form. And I know we talked about that, yeah. about, you know, like liking people's posts, even right. if I'm not actually physically purchasing something from yeah. someone. I try to support them because it doesn't make me a better person to see someone struggling. No. It and honestly, so if somebody's business is doing poorly, people might think, oh, well, that will be better for your business. Not necessarily. Yeah. Like you you might not get the customers or the clients from that business either. And in Saskatoon, 
there's enough people out there to support like I'm all yeah. of the studios that yeah. are out there. Totally. I'm not comparing myself to other online fitness programs. Uh, there is enough people in this world yep. to support us all. So it doesn't benefit me to see someone struggling. Yeah. I, I don't like that. That's, no. And I guess that's a testament to someone's personality too. But so there's a quote and it like he's a pretty big CrossFit coach. And what he says is, what confidence is has nothing to do with winning or the leaderboard. What confidence is, is knowing that you giving your best effort is enough. Yeah. And I think that carries over into like other aspects of life too. I'm not out there, like I said, comparing myself to other online health programs, but I am confident that what I'm doing is helping other people change their lives. Yeah. So whatever it is that those other businesses are doing, that's up to them. Mm-hmm. But I want to see everybody succeed in this world. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it doesn't make me feel good. No, to see somebody crash and burn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we actually come across that a lot at the studio, right? We'll say, you know, somebody new comes in, oh, hi, have you ever been spinning before? And they'll either say no. And then we're like, oh, great. You know, here, let's let's show you the ropes. So they'll say, yes, you know, I've been to wherever, wherever. And, um, you know, are you guys similar? And what I always kind of say is, I say, we're all fruits, but different fruits appeal to different people right and we may ultimately you know if you had to just do it on a black and white piece of paper say what you do yeah we probably do the same thing but we you know we have our own flares our own personalities our own styles and that and the people is yes. what makes it different right yeah and so that's where you know like each business can have their own thing and each business like you know my client isn't necessarily your client right right yeah so it's like you might not yeah. like what I have to offer even yeah. though it's similar to what someone else totally. offers you just might like what they do better yeah. And that's okay. For sure. And I learned that, uh, I think, when I was younger, more immature. And now that I'm more mature, I've learned that maybe back in the day, I would have been like, ooh, like that clothing store is going out of business. So that means more business for me. Yeah. But not even. It's not like we sell the identical thing. Yeah. And now they're going to go to you. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's It's not about that. So, yeah. What you put out into the world is what you get back. Totally. So if you're putting out into the world that you want to see, you know, everybody make it on their own, then it's going to come back to you. Yep. Okay. So my very last question here is what is your best advice that you could give me kind of a new entrepreneur? Is there like one kind of sparkle that you can give me as a takeaway? Oh, just don't stop hustling. Love it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I filled my time like And I still do it now, just not as much um, with podcasts, personal development books, learning social media and how to get that in the best way, shape and form and present it to people. And yeah, I still do it like I'm doing another webinar on a different social media topic tomorrow or it can be about like how to be the best at blogging, whatever it is. But it's like doing all those other things that aren't actual you know, me sitting down at my computer typing things, but developing myself and my business outside of that. So it was like scheduling in podcasts or webinars when I could. When I was walking, I was listening to my podcasts from other like entrepreneurs and and business-minded people and just soaking up all of all the that knowledge. You can. Yeah. I don't know everything there is to know about and everything. You never will though, right? You never will. And yeah. I'm okay to admit that. Totally. But then surround yourself with some people that can help you and then learn the rest. And yeah, yeah. Like, they say that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most amount of time with. Oh. 
and everybody says that oh and then they go and they think back yeah i'm just thinking right now okay okay who do i spend the and you're like okay i see why and those are the people that are either lifting you up to where you are or pulling you back right so and then you're like well maybe i only hang out with this person because i feel like i should or whatever obligation or history or yeah yeah. but you're like i can see them pulling me into like a more negative space Mm -hmm. when the other people that you hang out with are cheerleaders yeah cheerleaders entrepreneurs other things and you pull those types of things for them it's like people who are very money oriented they spend their self with people who are loving making money loving the moolah yeah Yeah, like uh i spend my time with people who are positive and go-getters and you like surrounding yourself with the dreamers and the doers and the people that are out there getting after things versus the people who are just at home sitting on the couch every day just the eeyores of the world who hate the debbie the wah wah yeah debbie downers that plays effect on who you are as a person as for sure yeah that little that little spark that you know that they give you is is so valuable so yeah that so hustle yeah get as much information on everything as you can and surround yourself with the people who are going to lift you up thanks so much ash i i've loved this past hour truly really wanted to know all the answers to those questions because yeah it's uh it's an exciting journey and one that I'm happy to take on with my husband. And yeah, I get to meet awesome people like you and we get to lift each other up. That was awesome. I don't get to sit down and just like talk business and things like that with people very often. I talk a lot of fitness and nutrition, so that was super fun. And I want to thank you for coming and doing it. Well, and thank you for having me on. Yeah. And important, I have to thank the guys at Contrast Recording for making another amazing episode with me. If you enjoyed the episode, all I ask is that you screenshot it and share it on your Instagram story or feed to show your love. This way, the show can continue to grow and expand its listeners. The show exists because of sponsorship. So in order for me to have sponsors support it, It needs to have a following of subscribers and ratings. Taking the time to share it with your followers will totally help keep it thriving. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, please get in touch with me and I can give you all of the details so we can start working on promoting and advertising your business. Head over to my Instagram page at sweat underscore effect for all of my insights, experiences, and daily dose of goodness. Until next time, keep on having fun and keeping fit.